Hey guys, welcome back to Kuza's Corner. I'm your host, Dominic Kuza, and thank you guys for tuning in today. I hope you guys are enjoying all the episodes lately, and I'm really having fun doing this with you guys. So if you could please like, subscribe, share, leave a comment, a rating, I would really appreciate it. Thanks. Hey guys, thanks for tuning back in. Uh, today, I wanted to talk about monitoring your health blood work, um, you know, some coach red flags, because as of lately, I've just been hearing some pretty wild things. And uh, it kind of comes to a shock because I feel like the industry has been turning to a good direction in terms of safe usage of PEDs and things like that. Um, That being said, myself, uh, so gifted performance, uh, Matt Cusano and Broderick Chavez of Evil Genius Sports Performance are releasing a Enhancing Responsibly course. So it is a course essentially going over uh, a good bit of things that go into PED usage. So uh, the core curriculum is going to come out in about four weeks. You can pre-register for the entire curriculum right now at a pretty discounted price. Uh, With that being said, I'll go over a little bit about what we're going to be including in there and Uh, The first five core modules are going to be on the basic information, um, kind of just a background of PEDs, hormones, things like that. Then a compound profiles section where we break down most commonly used uh, uh, compounds so that you guys have a good indication of what what things do. The structural characteristics that changed on the structure of the um, hormone that maybe influenced its direction in one way or another. And then a module on monitoring health, another module on um, cycle design. So essentially how to design a cycle and then uh, side effect management. And that's gonna be our core base, our foundation really. So we felt that we need to really build a found a strong foundation in, in this knowledge before we start applying it to the later modules, which we talk about um, cycling for the competitive user in multiple different sports, not just bodybuilding, lipolytic compounds, advanced PEDs like G8, uh, growth hormone, insulin, things like that, diuretics, um, and then a female PED course as well will be released at a later date. So that's what we're working on, and, and I'm really excited because I think a lot of you guys are really going to enjoy that. That being said, um, I had just posted something uh, a couple days ago on you know essentially saying like you know if you got 200 bucks to spend on you know these five pound you know cookies and these post-show treats and all the things you do post-show you know you got enough money to go get blood work even for the not even a comprehensive panel you're spending less than 150 bucks on them so you know if you're willing to spend money on all these things post-show you know, clothing drops, whatnot, but you're pushing the envelope with PEDs and things like that, you should get your blood work done. And that goes for natural people too, because I think a lot of natural people think nothing happens to them through contest prep when their sex hormones are just as, you know, just as uh, influenced by prep, their thyroid deregulates just as any normal, like enhanced or not, they're going to see thyroid downregulation. So even natural, you need to get your blood work done post-show just to see where things are at and then how to approach that, right? I I get a lot of kickback sometimes, not a lot, but I get some kickback on, you know, 
well, why don't I just wait eight weeks and everything will be fine? Of course, it's going to come back bad. Well, you know, you're not making any sense at that point. Get your blood work done when your body's under the most stress because you're going to be able to see what certain compounds did this to you. You know, you were on X, Y, and Z and your blood work showed this. How can you counteract that in the in the future? Or maybe use less dosaging. Maybe use different approaches so that you can minimize the damage you're causing while on cycle. Um, because, of course, it's going to be fine 10 weeks after you remove every single stressor from your body. But does that mean that you're, you know, doing it correctly? No, it doesn't. Because what if you address the situation right as it was happening then when you came off cycle you had an entire plan already rolling to where when you did your blood work again 10 weeks later maybe you'd have even better blood work at that point maybe you would improve your health markers even further more than if you just didn't do anything so those are things that you have to think about um you know even post-show dieting like thyroid function why just let thyroid function come back super you know naturally if we can address the situation right away, because then we, you know, maybe we add a little bit more uh, zinc, selenium, you know, to our natural, our daily routine to where we're increasing thyroid function and getting it back to normal a bit faster after dieting for so long. Uh, for women, if you lost menstrual cycles during prep, we need to see where your sex hormones are because how can we address the situation and get your cycle back to normal faster? Why just, what if you don't get it back and you needed some sort of intervention like Chastaberry or something? So we have to be able to address those things. And that's why I think it's really important to get your blood work done very close to being done with your show. Some people might not have the money right away the week after, but you know, two, three weeks after, get it done because then you're really going to see why things are you know the way they are and how to address it from that point you know so i think that's where we can really focus on as far as like education goes to where you know as an athlete you know better and then as a coach you know better because why not address situations as they come instead of just waiting to see if they undo themselves on their own because we have to be our own health advocate right so health is an is an individual's responsibility and we have to make sure that we're always taking our health into priority at all times because that's a very important thing you know and that sometimes even we could even see things on blood work that have nothing to do with peds and we might need to just find the root cause of them it could be poor gut health it could be you know a lot of psychological psychological stress it could be poor sleep, um, poor sleep patterns, things like that, because that's when we can really, you know, fix a lot of things that you thought you might have just had going on for, you know, genetic reasons, potentially, but it just was not finding the root cause and kind of just putting a bandaid on the issue at the time. So that being said, when we come to monitoring health, you know, people have been talking about like, oh, get a calcium score done, get an echocardiogram done. You know, those are all great scans, phenomenal scans, right? One thing, they're more difficult for the average person to just go get uh, because unlike lab work where we can order privately, um, we cannot order those things privately. Um, and 
they are good for long-term situations where we're looking at five, six, seven years worth of, you know, possible damage at that point. It's not an acute thing that we see changes that acutely on those tests. Um, one thing that is is a very good test, but very hard, very difficult to get prescribed or ordered is a cardiac MRI. And again, we're looking at a very detailed look at everything where acutely with, you know, under a year's worth of, you know, PED usage, food pushing, all those things, we might not see anything, but we could see, you know, the multiple years of all of this and get a really good picture of where, you know, our heart is kind of sitting at. So I think uh, those are all really good scans that a lot of people have been talking about. But I also, I also like to, you know, mention things like blood pressure, things like blood sugar, things like that. Checking those at least weekly are good because you can see kind of where things are, you know, at. High blood pressure is probably the number one cause of issues that people just kind of ignore because there's not, technically, there's not even symptoms of high blood pressure. So we want to make sure that we, you know, monitor blood pressure in these pushing moments because we have to see if there's an issue because blood pressure is very strenuous on the kidneys and essentially it's a silent killer, right? That's that's one thing that it's, you know, gotten the notorious nickname for. And that's something that I think is really important to, you know, make sure you keep focus on. And then another thing is like huge red flag in my opinion is just taking a look at blood work and saying, oh, everything's in reference ranges, everything looks good, right? But how are these reference ranges even made? They were, they're averages of healthy and sick people, the young and elderly, and they find a general range to put all of these markers in. But if we look at all of that, the average person does not have an optimal lifestyle, optimal health lifestyle, right? They're not the healthiest eaters. They're not, you know, a lot of things that is, it's not, it's not the optimal, you know, situation we want to be in. So these reference ranges are essentially that a reference range. They are not optimal ranges, you know, so there's a big difference between something just being normal range and something being optimal range, because let's, let's like, look at this, right? Look, look at this on a numerical scale. If you have a range from one to 50, right? Is the person at 49 the same as the person at two? Do you see where I'm getting that? Like, does that really, are those the same thing because it's just within this range we're looking at? No, it's not. So we have to, you know, take reference ranges with a, a, with a grain of salt because they don't mean everything is optimal where we want it to be because we want things to be optimal. Then we want them to be optimal for health and for function because that's super important. You know, a huge example of this is like, Reverse T3, for example. Reverse T3, I believe, has a range of like 6 to 24. There's nothing normal about a 23 reverse T3. There is something wrong at that point because reverse T3 should not be that high. But to most people, it's, oh, it's in the reference range. It's fine. But that's where further education, I think, is going in the right direction in our industry because, you know, 
sad to say, but majority of coaches would probably see that and say, oh, it's in the range, it's okay. But it's not. So those are things that are huge red flags, in my opinion. Uh, another big one is looking at uh, females' blood work, for example, estrogen and progesterone, right? They obviously have different reference ranges for menstrual cycles. We do like women to get their blood work done during their luteal phase. And during that, we can kind of see, you know, good sex hormone numbers. In that, the reference range for progesterone is huge. So, you know, if a girl's at 0.2 progesterone and 100 estrogen, we know we have a lot of estrogen dominance going on there. But since they're both in the reference ranges, a lot of coaches just shrug it off and say, oh, it's fine, it's normal. But it's not. There's, a, there's an issue at hand at that point. So those are things that you really have to, you know, really have to make sure that you, you know, as the athlete, because then you can say, hey, I'm pretty sure this isn't right. Because at the end of the day, you have to be your own health advocate, you have to be making sure that your coach or yourself, even if you're just coaching yourself, you have to be making good, healthy, conscious decisions. And if you have to go into a health phase for 10, 12 weeks, so be it. If it's slow, like, don't rush it just to, you know, push again, because if you don't fix these problems as they continue and as they stay at, you know, certain levels for so long, they get harder to reverse over time. So, you know, we really want to make sure that we're always addressing those things and always trying to, you know, keep focus there because it's so important. And then, you know, another huge, like, red flag in my opinion is when it comes to you know overall uh, female PED usage because one thing that we know is virilization is very dependent on doses and exposure time so you know do, why use things with a female if there's no benefit at the point. Like, why would a female stay on PEDs post-show? It makes no sense. You're, you're, ex you're elongating her exposure to virilizing drugs and potentially, you know, making things worse in that department for her when you could have easily just stopped. So, you know, those are things that I think are just really important to understand if you're getting involved with these things and, you know, trying to really wrap your head around it, because these are all things that I think as an athlete, you should know, because if you know these things going into it, you will make really good decisions and much better decisions. So, you know, don't be afraid to speak up and say, hey, I think I should get my blood work done. Or, hey, how come I haven't gotten any blood work done? Or, you know, if you're not getting blood work done three two to three times a year you know something isn't right i in my opinion would say you're not being guided correctly because you should be getting blood work a good amount during you know this entire during an entire calendar year because obviously there's times in the year where you are utilizing peds or maybe you're just in a health phase and you need to monitor how your body's responding to a supplement regimen or anything like that and I was talking to some friends about this the other day. And, and, and one thing I really liked about it was 
the community as a whole, the younger coaches, the upcoming coaches, it's crazy how much education they are putting out now. Um, and I think that speaks for the direction of where the coaching industry is going because you you don't see just a, a bunch of transformation pictures anymore. You see little niches of what that coach is good at, right? If they're super good at training, super good at biomechanics, you they are putting out educational material on biomechanics. If they are very good at um, mechanism of action of uh, compounds, they are putting out really good education on that. If they are really good at nutritional interventions for you know things like things things like uh, PCOS or something like that, they're putting out really good education for that. And I think that's a really good thing because now as the industry shifts into that direction, the red flags of some coaches will be really put out there more where, you know, it's going to be, it's going to become to the point where if the coach isn't putting out solid educational things, the question of, are they really a good coach? Is that that's going to start happening because now coaches are younger, smarter, and are learning a lot more. And I think that is, you know, phenomenal because I think the same time as a coach, you should be educating, you should be teaching some sort of, you know, little expertise you are very confident in and talking about and very comfortable about talking because I think that is huge because, you know, I have plenty of clients that honestly enjoy the content I put out as far as education stuff goes because it teaches them stuff. And they are learning things that they never learned with previous, you know, previous situations with them with a different coach or, you know, taking the time to sit and explain something, um, you know, and I think that is where the direction of our coaching industry is going. And it's a very, it's a, it's a very bright light because athletes are going to get smarter. So athletes are going to make better decisions when it comes to their overall health. And I think that is immensely such a big thing because at the end of the day, you do a lot of this stuff voluntarily. You're told what to do and you just do it. But with proper education, you might avoid really bad, you know, direction to where, you know, potentially you could have made a really good health decision for yourself because you now understand these things and you want to show these things. So that's why when I stress about knowing certain things, yeah, it's it's uh, it might be like, why do I need to know that? But down the road, eventually, it comes to where, you know, you're going to have a situation where now that you know these things, you know they're not the right direction something should be going in. And I think that is what's going to really help the athlete because of all this educational material that's out there now. And it's going to help them make better decisions because, like, again, I can't stress it enough. I think it's really important to you know, be self-educated because again, you are your own health advocate. It's your, it's your responsibility. It's not everyone else's, it's your responsibility to understand and know these things before just jumping the gun and going into it. And I think that is, you know, 
something that I want to continue doing. I know a lot of coaches personally that, you know, want to continue doing because again, the more we educate the athlete, the better the situation will be because then they can give better biofeedback. They can, you know, have better blood markers. They can have better overall health just because now we are able to communicate at a, a more of an even level when it comes to, you know, getting into the details of a lot of stuff. You know, so with all that being said, like the takeaways really make sure you're getting your blood work done post-show, natural or not, because, you know, you can nip a lot of issues right away and essentially possibly have better blood markers coming out of it completely. Um, you know, and then w look out for these red flags, like when looking for a coach, right? You want to make sure that you're making the right decision because, you know, you want to be guided health-wise, especially if you are enhanced. You want to make sure that you're giving your trust to somebody that really understands what they're doing, really understands all of these things, just so that, you know, you don't end up hurt or anything like that. So with that being said, uh, thank you guys for listening again today. Uh, I appreciate all the shares, likes. Um, and if you guys could leave reviews, uh, that would be great. I would love to hear some feedback from everybody if you guys had the time to fill out a couple of reviews. And then again, if you guys have any topics, please um, let me know. You can DM me, comment on the post or anything like that, and we can definitely get some other content out there for you. I think the next couple episodes, I might get into some non-fitness stuff, um, but we'll see. I got to decide. Uh, thanks again for listening. Bye.